When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the second. Hold on, give me one second. Hey, babe, I'm on the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody. Yes. And uh, I need <laughs> 25, 30 minutes, and then I yeah. can call you back. Okay, bye. This is the Greg Cody show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Anthony's got it going on here. Ten day Tony. He is uh, he's taking names and uh, not taking names. Whatever that expression is, I can never remember what that expression is. <laughs> Greg Cody. What? I never heard of any of that stuff. Is I think I'm is kicking ass taking and names? taking names. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Kicking ass and taking names. Yeah, I'm doing both. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Hey. Uh, by the way, this is our uh, extravaganza. Our welcome back football extravaganza it's a fantasy fest it's our annual fantasy episode uh later we're going to have um the season premiere uh season two premiere of greg's lobo's hard knocks yeah so we're looking forward wow. to that um but um uh anthony collatelude oh god did i that say that right collatelude collatelude okay yeah you you know what that you're a wordsmith anthony this is I'm not saying that as a joke and no disrespect, man. I just happen to have trouble with your last name. I don't it's, know it's why. It's totally okay. It's totally okay. I've actually had my entire life, 31 years of people having problems with my name. <laughs> so I'm absolutely used to it. I can actually give you a quick little seminar that you'll never forget. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. You know what the, we drink at the studio? Coladas? Uh-huh. Those little shots of coffee? Oh, yeah. Love and it. then you add colada and then you add yud, like Y-O-U apostrophe D. Right. You add those two together. Colada, yud. Kaladiude. Yep, right there. Perfect. That? Nailed it. <laughs> right. Nailed it. Dad, That's I, right. I feel like we're talking to Graceland right now, my four-year-old. <laughs> when I used to, um, uh, when I was a kid, I remember I always had trouble spelling the word Europe, mm. uh, the, 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 the uh, continent, and I learned to spell it by <laughs> You also have it. trouble saying it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, learned to, I learned to spell it by going E-U-Ropey. Not mm. rope, but ropey. Okay. E-U-Ropey. Do you okay. still do you still call it Europe, like Europe or whatever you said the first time? <laughs> I, I think I still call it Europey, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I like it. Um, so anyway, uh, before we get started on on siphoning all of of Ten uh, Day Tony's expertise on fantasy, I want to come at you guys. Are, are you going to pitch this ridiculous fantasy league you were talking about the other day? I have it. It came to me as an epiphany. Okay, okay. ridiculous. All right. Yeah, you ready for this? Yes. I don't, and if it's been done before. Uh, I'm bringing you this in good faith. I have not seen this or heard of this anywhere. Okay. I am inventing today LSF, low score fantasy. Okay. The idea for my league is that you flip the whole script. The point is that like you want, you want to win a game 17 to six. Okay. You want to start the worst team. You want to draft the worst team you can. Yeah. But you could just draft all people that aren't going to play, right? Aha. You haven't heard me out yet. Okay. (laughs) You can only draft people who are depth chart starters. Okay. Okay. You you have your pick of depth chart starters. Oh, so like the you first have- pick would be like the worst number two receiver in all, or our number three. You have to go like three yeah. receivers deep, maybe on teams. Yeah, I think you know, like you could pick your first pick might be the number two running back for a bad team that passes a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In other words, there's a strategy. Your worst kicker is the the rookie who nobody's heard. I mean, I think there's something to this. I agree. If you start guys that are not good, right? And nobody can take the team or nobody can make a team of all-stars, right? Where you have, you know, first round picks or second round picks or guys that are going to score a lot. Um, right. It could be interesting. It could be like a nail biter experience. Like, oh wow, it I need be fun watching it. Like the whole reason. You... Well, no, <laughs> yeah, of course. But I'm gambling again, yeah. and I'm interested. <laughs> so, like, it's like taking Nick Westbrook Akini from the Titans and hoping to God he gets That's 20 right. snaps today. That's exactly. And and imagine the draft uh, in in the LSF low score fantasy draft. You get ridiculed for accidentally drafting Josh Allen, but if you draft Kenny Pickett. 
or or you know somebody who's like the the worst starting quarterback in the league geno smith geno smith it's like all right great pick so it's like (laughs) great pick and I, so you're I basically something to that. You're I, rooting I don't know for everyone yeah. in the league except your team. Like that's what the league would become, right? Like you're always rooting for points that aren't your guys, right? Mm. Yeah, and and you want your score to stay low. Imagine if it's you're going into the 4 p.m. games and and your team has scored one point. <laughs> okay, so the, the point is to score zero. That's the perfect score. <laughs> but you want I a couple. It. But like, yeah, but. See, Christopher wants to love the idea, but is refusing to. I'm just like, it would be really tough to like figure out the rules of like, you know, like who you who you can't draft because like some teams go four receivers deep. Like, can I take you can take the fourth receiver if he's on the depth chart as a starter well, starters, not you four, can draft right? that fourth receiver. That wouldn't be a starter. See, we got a lot to figure out. Like the Dolphins this year are they have three wide receivers starting, right? For example. So you could, you know, if, if they were a lousy team, you could pick their third wide receiver. But you, what you can't um, have is pick like the fourth wide receiver on, on like San Francisco, right? It's like, I think a guy named like Damian Gray or Chris Gray or something. Right. And all of a sudden he catches an 80 yard touchdown pass on his one snap. And you're like, no, right. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. And, and in my league, you know, who would be one of the most coveted players? I think there's only two or three, four teams in the league that start a pullback. Mm-hmm. In my league, you could start a fullback as in the running back position. I assume that would be allowed. And that's gold. You have a fullback. He's going to, he's blocking. He's going to catch one pass. He's going to carry the ball twice. And that's a day's work. I'm, I'm in for this, Greg. If you want to set it up and send me the link, I'm in. There's also (laughs) one other, one other leagues, uh, that I came across that I find really, really interesting. I wanted to get your guys' take on it. So it's called the Vampire League. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. So it's the Vampire League, right? There is a 12 team draft. And you've got 11 teams that do the draft, right? And then the 12th team only picks from the free agents of guys that didn't get drafted. Oh, yes. You guys follow me? So as they they have all waiver wire pickups. So as the team finishes drafting, right? All the 11 teams finish drafting. Yeah. This one vampire team goes to the waiver wire and creates a team out of the waiver wire. And then as the season progresses, let's, you know, obviously a full 12 or 13 week season, if that waiver wire team, the vampire team, beats a regular team that drafted, they're able to take one of their players. So let's say, let's say I have a waiver wire team, Greg, and you were the first pick, and then you have Christian McCaffrey, right? That's awesome. I beat you week one. I get my pick of the litter of your team, and I can take Christian McCaffrey from you and put him on my team of waiver wire guys. Oh wow! And then on and on and on for the entire season. And the thought is, can this waiver wire team? make the playoffs and win the title by taking waiver wire guys and then teams that lose to him and get and get their players it's called the vampire and i and i'm really excited like i want to do it i just don't know of anybody who's interested in it so there's one vampire right, right. i'm making sure i have right. it you, so how do you decide who it is it's almost like deciding who gets first pick right yeah chris cody's a vampire like yeah. he's not in the draft this year he's just going to pick all guys from the waiver wire i love that yeah so i'm i'm I want to get it off the ground. I just don't know who's interested. Maybe us three can start. Yeah, a three-person league. <laughs> a three. I like it. Um, <laughs> it'd be a long draft. Um, I I was in a league once. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was the PFPI Fantasy League. It was one year we had an uh, uneven number of teams. So at the last minute, we decided to have a league-run team that would be all Miami Dolphins. Mm. Oh, yeah. That was so dumb we did that. <laughs> And this, well, this was several years ago. The Dolphins were lousy. It was an all Dolphins team. It was like, it was like <laughs> Reggie Bush. It was like in the yeah. Reggie Bush days. That team thrived with Reggie Bush. Yeah. And, and we told nobody can draft a Miami Dolphin. We, and, and you know what? I don't think that team was very good, but they won really? a few games. I mean, it's not, it's not a ludicrous idea to, if, if you need one other team to make it an even number of teams, pick the worst team in the league. And and have an all. What Houston about a Texans good team? team? That'd be more interesting with a good team, like the Chiefs. Like the Chiefs are their own fantasy team, and it's like every, it's like every uh-huh. everyone else is just drafting a team, and you can't draft Chiefs. I'm actually wow. that's not bad. I'm interested in that. <laughs> yeah, I like what we're doing here. We're pioneers here, by the way. We're pioneering. A lot of ideas flying around here. We're like throwing darts at the board, just seeing what sticks. Yeah, spitball session. That's Love what it. we do best. What do you think about in like the? early second round area where like there's these running backs that may have slipped through mm-hmm. and there's some sick like still some good value potential receivers out there like are you going with like a Saquon Barkley or are you more like going for like these upside receivers like in the second round type thing 
So it all goes to like the build of your team, right? And I think everybody has their own strategy when it comes to building a team. Like for me, I've I've come to the agreement via Epiphany that I'm a zero RB guy. And what zero RB means is that I'm essentially filling out my three wide receiver or two wide receiver and two flex or one flex yeah. or whatever. All of those positions in my starting lineup are being filled with top heavy receivers and a tight end that's that's premium. So in that case, when you look at the history of fantasy football in the, for, let's say from the 2010s and on, the top let's say 24 wide receivers, right? Wide receiver ones and yeah. twos are always outscoring wide receiver, or excuse me, running backs. In right. Ru- uh, ru- running more back points. Right. right. There's more points being given out by wide receivers than by running backs. So I always want to, you know, load up my lineup yeah. with wide receivers. So if I'm, if I'm looking at, let's say it's what's called a hero RB build where I have one running back that's a stud and then I can fill out my roster through that. I think Saquon Barkley can stumble into a hundred to 80 to 90 catches this yeah. with their depth. I was receiver being just so absolutely you got him higher there. than what I was talking about. Yeah. Like I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't have an issue with taking Saqu- Saquon Barkley in the, in the one, two turn Yeah, at all. Yeah. Yeah. I just in my in one of my leagues he slipped though so it's just like just it's just with running backs it's tough because like anyway it's with all these players right injuries it's hard you're like you're mm-hmm. trying to predict who's gonna stay healthy and it's just like it's a, it's a crazy game but I am like it what is it about fantasy football that is just so fun to talk about I don't know like, and I love it like there's like, nothing gets just, me more we excited just than nerded fantasy football. out for five minutes and I like blacked out I had so much I was just like <laughs> into every word I was just like God yeah so so I will say this and there's I think there's like a a, a fallacy when it comes to injury predictions and the the fact that okay cmc was hurt last year right you look at his injuries it was an ankle it was a hamstring like those things don't carry over right and i think there's this fallacy of oh i picked a guy either i burnt i was burned by a guy last season that was injured i'm not going to pick him again or that guy was injured i'm not going to pick him again right like saquon barkley has an elite upside he could be the the running back one overall with the ability for him to there's nobody behind him Right. That's first off, right? Yeah. Matt Breed is the cup. Two, Brian Dable loves using a singular back. Three, there is, if you look across the, the field, and I'm just using Saquon Barkley as an example, but Kenny Galladay doesn't want to play football anymore. It's a weird thing. He doesn't care anymore. But they have $60 million worth on the books, and they can't get rid of him. Kadarius Tony can't stay healthy. Wandell Robinson is their slot. I actually really like him late in your draft. Other than that, it's Saquon Barkley. Like, yeah. there's literally nobody else. My dad is going to so take Saquon at 10 tonight. Like, you just, boom. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I want to mention something that I think is a trend in, in the past several years. And you tell me. We're talking about a PPR league where you get the extra point for a reception. It, it seems like. Thanks for explaining that to the people, Dad. It, it seems like running the, the dual threat running back and, and the high volume wide receiver used to dominate the top of a draft and now it's dad, quarterback what are you talking about i'm looking at are a, you looking at a super flex league dad no i'm looking at a respected ppr mock draft that has there's two running backs and one right wide receiver in the first round and nine dad you're looking at something wrong you're looking at something wrong i think that's a super flex league. dad, um, might dad be super you're looking flex. at a super flex league that like be, that, because there is there is so much value in having two right. really good quarterbacks. Josh Allen is like the number one pick in in a flex I've seen. Like or right, what the, the hell is a super flex? Is a, two, is a two QB league, right? Where it's, you have it's where you're one. You have one flex spot that you can put a quarterback in, so mm-hmm. you can have a quarterback starting right. and quarterback flex. Like you're one thousand percent. Oh, so the flex does not have. I, I thought the flex had to be a receiver or a running back. No, in but, some leagues, it could be a receiver, running back, or tight end. But it's called in a, a super flex. flex right. right, you have a QB, tight end, receiver, running back. I did. Did not know that. Greg Cody. I don't know how to do any of that. Is I love. This is just perfect for the Greg Cody show. Like my, my, that's a solid. <laughs> that solid is con. weird. I love this show. trend that quarter. Uh, Dad, were you about to take a quarterback like fifth overall tonight? If we didn't tell you this. <laughs> Like at ten, my dad was about to take a quarterback at ten. If we did not have this conversation, damn right I was. Who were you hoping to get? Who were you sure hoping to I get was. at ten, Dad? Be honest with me. In your prep, like who were you thinking of taking tonight? Okay, well, the the, the two prime quarterbacks obviously are Josh Allen and Mahomes. They ain't last until ten, I wouldn't think. <laughs> yes, they are, Dad. Oh my God, you. It's not <laughs> a super flex league, Dad. Re erase. Oh my, have you been doing research based off a of super flex league? Yeah, apparently. Oh do you guys do you guys do a lot of mock drafts to get ready for your drafts? I've been doing a few. Yeah, 
Greg, are you a mock draft kind of guy? No, he's not. My dad is no god no. Ter- like he's he fakes his no. way through all of this. He he just shows up, looks at a sheet, and takes Donald Driver in the sixth <laughs> round. Like <laughs> Donald Great Driver. Pick. And and how how Greg's Lobos do in PFPI fantasy la- last year? I can't remember. All right, you are the reigning Ooh, champion. That's thank you. Dan won once without even thank you his team. Like yeah. you know, sometimes luck can get you there. Okay, I'm I'm gonna have to research this because I didn't think this was this a super is such flex a league. funny blind spot by you. Like, <laughs> okay, then 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 why did a running back go two and oh six? Because that's oh my god. Uh, I guess that in that particular mock draft, people wanted to build. Dad, read the title of this mock draft. I guarantee you, the word super flex is somewhere. All right, I gotta. I, I'll, uh, I'll I'll check. Ch- I'll check that oh, off air. I did know that I did think it was pretty high for Tua Tagovailoa to go in uh, late in the third round. God, I did did think that was a little high. (laughs) Oh my God! Okay, I may have made a hey. Thank God I found out about this before our draft this evening. Yeah, absolutely. If not, I love that my dad just said. My dad just said with a straight face two minutes ago. There's no way Mahomes and Josh Allen are going to make it to ten. I didn't think so. You know, it's been weird in quarterback drafting. Um, what? Aaron Rodgers gets undrafted. Yeah, he has been. He's been slipping far. Like nobody. Really? I, I was in a live draft last night and 12 teams, pretty deep benches, and nobody picked Aaron Rodgers. And I'm, I'm interested wow. to get your guys' take on it. Like, he's the MVP. If you look at all of his metrics, he's still like an excellent quarterback. He's ranked one or two in a ton of different metrics with like under pressure throws, uh, layup throws, a whole bunch of like metrics. He's still an excellent quarterback. Why right. are people not? Well, you him? seem like by, by the way you've described your draft strategy, you seem like a guy that would be like looking for Aaron Rodgers because uh, like you fill your team with tight ends and running and you're not are you I assume are you not going you're not going for running backs do you go for quarterbacks like early yeah so I, I want to be elite at onesie positions right and what I call onesie okay. positions are tight end and quarterback yeah. so okay so you do go for early for quarterback at some point yeah okay. I I ended up in a in a live draft last night um I ended up getting Mike Evans and I and I did a stack with Brady and I want to say I got Brady in the seventh maybe wow yeah, yeah. Um, it's good to clear up. It's good to get an elite quarterback. And I think what the trend has been for a while now is getting a, a dual threat quarterback as your main guy. Like Jalen Hurts may not be a star as a NFL real life quarterback, yeah. but as right. a fantasy quarterback, like I could see him being like the overall number one, even over yeah. Josh Allen, just because of his running. Are you big on pairing? Uh, like if you draft, you mentioned Mike Ooh, Evans. Combo. Love a good combo. Yeah, the, the combo platter. Mm-hmm. Like, like if you take if, if your first wide receiver is Tyreek Hill, that would be the only way possible to justify taking two later, right? Correct. Like it's so the term is called stacking, right? And when you stack right and and shout out to DK or soulmates at DK, a lot of you see the like the people that win millions of dollars on DraftKings or any of these daily fantasy sites. That's how you do stacking, it. Stacking the best team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stacking your teams with a quarterback and wide receiver like those kind of things people have unlocked is be in the best position to hit big so last night i said i drafted tom brady and mike evans because if brady has another 40 touchdown season mike evans the last two seasons has had 30 touchdowns like if i get some sort of magic there week in and week out i can double my points so yeah i'm looking to stack like if you want to go let's say tight end early right you you really like mark andrews this season hollywood brown's out of the mix like he's going to be their number one uh, I, I wouldn't mind going Lamar Jackson at f- the fifth round, sixth round, just to have that stack where all of a sudden, if the Ravens have a really good season, like I'm good. Right. You like that double stack? Let's go to Wendy's, maybe get a triple Ooh, stack. A get a little four. kicker. How about you get the kicker yeah. that goes with the quarterback? Yeah, you could. A triple stack. So uh, one <laughs> thing you want to do too, and this works a lot in DraftKings, is you stack the running back and the defense, right? So let's say, um, as an example, uh, the Packers are playing the Lions, right? And you want to get Aaron Jones and you want to see, all right, if I'm betting that this game is going to be a blowout and I'm hoping that the Packers defense can shut out the Lions, what they're also going to do is play complimentary football with Aaron Jones and run the ball a lot. So if Aaron Jones hits, the pa- if, if everything is perfect, mm. all of a sudden, now my defense and my running back spots where sometimes those are the ones that are in question, now you hit. So it's all yeah. about the matchups. I almost want to play the game of like he the he's that mm-hmm. guy of like because there's always one guy in your draft in your league that's like doing something that's annoying. Like there's one like I did a draft the other night and there's one guy who's got to like make sure he tells you that he's not taking his kicker or defense to the last mm-hmm. two rounds. 
Like we get it, buddy. Like you, you get it. You're going to be on the waiver wire all year with that stuff. Like we know you're proud that you do that every year, but I just, I just don't care. It's like, and then like if somebody drafts a defense in like the 13th round, they like scoff at that player. Like, oh, you took your defense now. <laughs> oh. A little fantasy football snobbery is what we like to call. Yeah, that's a, it's just like, and even I might agree with that. I might not take my kicker in defense, but I don't like the guy that's like, I'm the the judge of this draft and I'll let you know. I like a good mocking of a pick because there's nothing worse yes. than getting silence when you make a pick. Right. This, I know there's a lot of online drafts these days, but a good old fashioned live draft where you have to like go up to a board. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like there's nothing like that vulnerable feeling oh, of like walking of up silence. to the board and just listening for the reaction. All you need is one person to be like, oh, right. good pick. And it's a victory. <laughs> yeah, for but sure. When you get, or even if someone's like, are you kidding me? That's like that's better than just indifference. Nobody's even watching. <laughs> right. I agree with that. I love trash talking in, in a draft. I remember last year somebody made uh, picked like an aging receiver or something, and I said, uh, "And in the eighth round, the ghost of so and so." <laughs> yes. Yeah, and and yeah. Brandon, the, the selector, got really upset with me. Christopher, do you remember in a PFPI draft? This was like five years ago. Am I wrong, or am I just remembering what I want to remember? Didn't Uncle Dick draft two? His first two picks were both quarterbacks. I don't that think. No, no, no. It wasn't his first two picks, and we can't start two quarterbacks in this league. It's a one quarterback league. Right. I believe it was like two of his top four picks, though. Okay. All right. I believe he like took a quarterback in the first round and the fourth round. Okay. But and like, then he, like knowingly or like dude, yes, yes, didn't know. Yes, he knowingly and he loves and 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 then he makes the playoff. And we mock him, and then he makes the playoffs. Like yeah. it's like he's just like this guy. Like he does something every draft that we're always like, what? Right. Like, and then he, but then he wins. Yeah. So it's like, but he'll do, he'll get a good one and he'll just like stash like two solid quarterbacks and he's got both of them. Right. And he like starts them like they're like, they're like, you know, like they're in his holster and he like one week he busts this guy out and it's like annoying. So here's another thing I want to ask you guys, (laughs) you know, those teams in your league that start with a certain roster and then by year's end. They've made so many trades yeah. that they don't even have the same team anymore. Not one person that they drafted is still on the team. Yeah, There's a couple guys that I play with that that is the exact demo for them. So the guy that drafted Rodgers and Mahomes, every season his entire roster is completely different from start to finish. I'm against that. that. That's wrong. What do you mean against it? I am I mean, so, it's, I, it's a lot of work. I don't know. I never can pull the trigger on a trade. Like I'm all for, I'm always looking to make trades. I like when people send me trades. I like giving them counters, mm. but I can never agree. Cause I'm always like wanting more than they want to give. Like I always feel like I'm losing when it's even like I need to win a trade. For, like <laughs> it's one of those things where I never end up doing trades. Cause I never want to do it. Like it's very rare that I feel like we both feel like we're getting a good enough deal. Like I, I trade maybe once a year. Dad, you're not a trader. No, I can't remember you ever making a trade. I'm not a trader, and I'm not a, a waiver wire uh, pilcher. <laughs> I basically mm. have a sedentary team. Like you're acting like that's a, like a decision you made as a strategy. You're just a terrible fantasy owner. Except when I win a championship <laughs> like last year. You don't like like you're saying you don't make moves on the waiver. You don't make moves on the waiver wire because you just don't look. Well, that's partly true. <laughs> Like you're um, you're acting like it's a conscious thing. Like I've just made this decision. We've we've had meetings and we've decided we're not going to go out. No, that's right. You just don't look at the waiver. My wire. staff meetings in the war room. We're deciding no waiver wires for me. You're like this is the team that we're going to battle with. We are yes. not adding anybody else. Burn Thank the boats. You. It's just us. That's exactly right. Another thing I hate about fantasy, and I hate very little about fantasy. I love fantasy. Um, I hate it when the the teams that want to like change their name every other week. Mm. My dad started a war about this in one of our leagues. Really? Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm, I'm like, dad, people like they, they can edit their team names. Like my dad wants to send out a news release every week and he doesn't like to have to change. Like, okay. He wants the standings to look the same. It's like, dad, no one gives a shit. Okay. I want to, I want to tell Anthony what caused a raging controversy <laughs> in PFPI fantasy last year and see whose side he's on. Do we have to rehash this? It was like we did this whole show last year. Okay, my name is Greg's Lobos. Naturally. I've I've been Greg's Lobos forever. (laughs) Okay, last year. Somebody's team name was Greg's Lobos. (laughs) (laughs) Well, almost. It basically basically was that. (laughs) Somebody last year changed the name of their team to Greg's Lobos Slayers. (laughs) I didn't like that. Completely harmless. I like, did not like that. I took it to a league vote. The league betrayed me. Yes, I did wow. not have the support of the league to prevent this other team from calling itself Greg's Lobo Slayers. 
which I thought was a, a, an infringement on my on my uh, whatever it's called. You are so ridiculous. It's supposed to be fun. You can't you can't dictate people's team names. Okay, your team name is Crown Me the Champ. Well, in that one, yeah. What if I want to? What if I want to change my team name to Crown Him the Chump? Oh, I that's, like it. That's good. Like I, that's funny. Like that I, you think? I, it's just you think I'm gonna like lose? You think I'm gonna walk out in my front yard and just like look out and like ah, that mother? <laughs> I would. No. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna care. All right. No. What, pick a what name. What happened to Chris's critters? I loved Chris's critters. That, that, that's that's my my trust me. We have names for all these things. That's for the right. PFPI like a pickums thing. Oh, the pickums league. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah. And Christopher's won a couple of crowns. Uncle Dick's won four crowns, uh, or three. I I can't remember, but he's the all time leader. Um, and my dad just won his first one after like twelve seasons. That's big though, Greg. That's huge. It is. I am the reigning champion with the strategy. It's the first strategy of we decided not to go after waivers. waivers. <laughs> that is a bold strategy, but look, it paid <laughs> off, right? Didn't it? I mean, it sure did pay off. Oh. Uh, damn right it did. Um, all right. I think we've wrung the towel dry on fantasy, haven't we? I think so. We're running out of time now. This is fun. Like I like blinked. I didn't even like this is the fastest 40 minutes ever. It is. I, w- I want to go over a um, a top five list of, of things in uh, pop culture this week that have interested me. Oh, wow. And um, this is not a Mount Gregmore. Are you good? T- Tony, do you got to go? You no, can, no, like, no. If, yeah, no, good? no, I'm good. I, yeah. I want to hear it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and you guys can chime in and give your opinion or, or not. Um, <laughs> or just stare at you silently. That's right. Number okay. five, I wanted to love the House of Dragons because I mm. love Game of Thrones, particularly Daenerys and the dragons. Baby! But um, <laughs> I disliked the premiere of House of Dragons because of the gratuitous violence and gore. I'm sorry. There were arms being chopped off. <laughs> there were body parts being carried off in a cart. It was. Did you guys see the premiere? I'm not, I don't watch that. No. I'm also, yeah, I'm also not in on Game of Thrones or uh, Dragon House or House of the Dragon. Okay. Um, but that's one episode. And like, what's all, like, like, what's wrong with a little gore? Like, like you're like, cl- you know, you're like getting really all, like, gory. Ew. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> You've always been like that. I remember when I was a kid, like, of like, it was a scary part in a movie. You'd be like getting scared on my behalf. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Christopher, like, look at it. It's like that. I'm like 12. Like, relax. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> and this has been borne out in in ensuing years. Real life is bad enough. I don't need to have you know mayhem and gore in uh, in the cinema. That's Number true. four. Um, have you guys heard of the 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 country music duo Florida Georgia Line? I've, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Really popular. I I'm not a big fan of theirs. I couldn't name a single song, but I know they're a very popular group. They are breaking up because the two guys differ on politics with Trump in the middle of it. Really? Yeah, and I don't know who's for who and who's against who, but that interested me. It'd be <laughs> Florida like, and Georgia. It's a tough. I don't know. I was gonna guess, but it could go either way. <laughs> we think both of those would be pro-Trump, but um, <laughs> um, anyway, that interested me. Um, number, no, that is cool. Yeah, I mean, not cool. Three, that is interesting. That, that that's it is because that has happened in families, including our own family, uh, where wow, where we you know sort of <laughs> drift apart for political reasons. Uh, number three, this interested me because it, it has to do with what is art. A synthetic media artist entered uh, an artificial intelligence generated artwork into the Colorado State Fair fine arts competition and, and won, won first place. And and now real artists, you know, human artists who actually put the brush on the canvas are, are really upset by this. As, as someone who's not a painter. Wait, I don't what did know she what, do? I missed that. This person using artificial intelligence, AI-generated artwork, won a state fair art competition against hmm. all of the... And, and the competition was people, human artists, putting paint on canvas versus this artificial intelligence-generated artwork. And so the real artists are up in arms. So it was like three degrees removed, right? Like three degrees removed from a real person because it was a person that built an AI, then the AI built... Or, or painted something or created art and you're three degrees removed from a human the robot should win the like the, yeah. is it a robot right like was it a was it a robot that did it they should win the prize not the i, not I lady. mean I, honestly when someone refers to ai i i think of ai as something used in films more than in, mm. in artwork i i don't know exactly what ai means i just know that it's Greg Cody. hell on a horse what are you talking about it's all I picture like a robot, like <laughs> like drawing something with his hand. Yeah, <laughs> like real, like stiff. 
Yeah. <laughs> but it was good enough to win, right? It was good enough to, to be given the first prize. Did they which... say it was did they say it was AI? Yes. Or did they sure. not say it? No, they okay. said it. Are we sure it wasn't Allen Iverson? Ah. He did play okay. in Colorado for a little bit. Yeah. All right. Number two. Um, Christopher knows I'm a huge Elton John fan, maybe the biggest Wait, ever. Dad, is this a Mount Gregmore? No, it is not. It's five, but it's not a Mount Gregmore. Wait, Mount Gregmore's five things, though. It's five things plus an honorable mention. I'll put mm. the Mount, Mount Gregmore imaging at the no, start. No, please don't. This is not Mount Gregmore. Dad, but what, what's the difference between this is the top five and... I'm confused why this is not a Mount Gregmore. All right. Well, it isn't. Just uh, trust me when I say it isn't. Um, number two, I wanted to love the new uh, Elton Britney Spears collaboration on the remake of, of his Tiny Dancer song. It's called Hold Me Closer. It's awful. It <laughs> It's not nearly the, you know, Elton and, and Dua Lipa had a real gem with uh, yeah. Cold Heart. Yeah. Cold, cold heart. Right, which was playing off Rocket Man, and it was a, it was a huge global hit. This one is... Just such a letdown, and and I'm gonna. If Elton, if you're listening, I'm your biggest fan. But if you're gonna mine your catalog for remakes of beloved songs, they need to be top notch. They can't be the shit that um, that uh, Homie Closer is. Jesus, very <laughs> wow. disappointing. I haven't heard it yet, okay. but now I'm excited to hear if it's shit or not. Britney Spears, man, she's got a vibe on on social media. She's oh, she's crazy. She's always so frantic. Like yeah. she'll post a picture like on vacation. Like she'll be in a bathing suit, like, but then like her look will be like as if she's like being like held hostage. Yeah. Well, she pretty much was held hostage for about fifteen years in a conservatorship. But now, but even still, now that she's free, she's she seems like she's doing the same stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why this collaboration with Elton it was so highly anticipated is because it's her first new music in six years. But it's hardly her music. You barely hear her hear her voice on it. It's it's just a a disappointment. Now. My number one... I believe you called it shit. That's right. My number one <laughs> interesting uh, thing in pop culture this week, for me personally, are you ready for this? Dolly Parton just announced her own line of pet apparel. And get this, it includes wigs for dogs. <laughs> exactly. Anthony had the right reaction. Wigs What does Dolly Parton dogs. not do? What does she not do? <laughs> She's amazing. I mean, is is the is the wig going to be a Dolly Parton wig? Like, is my is is Jumpin' Charlie the puppy going to have like a big trashy blonde wig all of a sudden? <laughs> trashy, jeez. Like how do that. they how do they keep it on top of the dog's head? Is it like an elastic band it's, that they wear around? It's got to be right. Dogs hate shit put on them. They yes. really do. <laughs> it's better than putting a sweater on a dog. Now you're going to put a wig on it. So funny, like when you we like for a couple of years with my or my parents' last dog, we would dress them up for Halloween, and the faces that they make when they're you put that <laughs> they on do them not and you're like taking, no. they're just like, "Are you happy now?" Yeah, like, they look, they like look. I'm at you an with idiot the eyes. now. You got yeah. me. <laughs> yes, they look you sad. Are you are you proud of yourself? They're saying it to us. They're yeah. judging us. They're like, "Do you you feel good about this?" Yes. <laughs> but a wig for a dog just the, the whole concept just struck me funny. I, I can't wait to see that. Uh, see a, the first dog walking down the street on a on a leash wearing a wig. It's gonna be. I'm I'm gonna have to go up to that dog owner and get the whole story. Yeah, I really am. Um, That's Christopher. Weird. We need to tie tie up a couple of loose ends here. Um, Dad, we're running out of time. This episode's long. Okay, then then um, you do this thing where you have ten things and then we get to two topics in fifty minutes, and it's like, all right, on to the next one. It's like, Dad, we got to end. I soon. know. Well, I, I was just gonna mention that you you dodged me and. Father Son Olympics swimming this week. We were supposed to do it, hmm. wrap up the Father Son Olympics, put a bow on it just before football season. And instead, you had some uh, cockamamie claim that you were too busy doing the Suey Awards or something. For I want to. What's, what's a movie? What, Lame. I, cock, you want to talk about you, you? What's the what's a movie we think of like a movie scene where someone's in quicksand? None. Was it like I, the, the Princess was it, was Bride? Princess the Princess Bride. Bride is in quicksand. I want you to picture Princess Bride. I want you to picture that scene. That quicksand is the Sueys, and I'm that person this week. Okay. Like, that's that's me. Like I'm not even kidding. The Dread Pirate Roberts, I believe. We were recording this on Friday at 1 p.m. As soon as we're done, I'm going to like sit right at this chair and continue. Like I'm almost done with it. Like finally I'm seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. But uh it is it I, there's nothing better than like the Friday after Suey week, because I'm just like <sighs> okay. Well, this then is... football starts, and I have like Sunday night. I got to work because we do this live show. Shit. This is where you tell me, <laughs> Christopher. This is where you tell me that the Suey Awards are going to well represent yeah. back in my day. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm getting to that one, and I still got three days left. 
Okay. <laughs> Because right, I'll be looking for that and listening for it as you know. Greg Cody why. is always just so helpful with the sueys of pestering, pep, just pestering me. Do you pester or pepper someone? Pester. Do you pester someone? Yeah. He just doesn't leave me alone. And it's always, it's never like, son, how's it going? Are you in a good state of mind with the sueys? It's, is my, is my category ready? Did you, it, did you have, how many things am I nominated for? Right. <laughs> did you get my, did you hear my laugh? That should be a, a suey for laugh. Yeah. It's just like, it should be. Yeah. Greg Narcissist Cody. Well, I uh, I read a lot of the uh, the intros the other day, and uh, I was uh, to say I was not well represented would be an understatement. So wow. at the very least, Tony's Tony's got a strong dismissal candidate this year. Oh, that's know? exciting. Yeah, when I don't even told, know what it is, but I'm when excited he told for when it. he told our audience to suck it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> okay. I forgot about that one. <laughs> hey Christopher, should we announce the Yeti uh, the good news on our own podcast about uh, the song category? To, what? I believe Yeti has a couple of uh, nominees. Yeah, yeah, trust me, Yeti knows he's nominated. <laughs> okay, where is Yeti? Yeti, he's he couldn't make it today. Uh, Yeti's got a little Greg Cody in him with uh, making sure I have all the files for the songs that he got. Okay, <laughs> to, uh, uh, that that that's funny. Everyone does that though. Like all the people that send in songs, like I get a file this time of year of like, here's all this. Thank you. Here's all the songs that that I played this year for. That's great. Like you know these these all these people like. They really are like the music people. They really want the suey. Like this is actually very important. Like the song category always. I was robbed, by the way, last year. Uh, I think Andrew Streeter beat me out. Oh yeah. When I produce and put everything together for the long stat of the day, dude. And I didn't get it, and I was dude. very upset. And that is a controversial one because, like, the 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 rumor has it is Andrew Streeter like hired a company to uh. <laughs> What? <laughs> like just like sit in front of their computers and vote for click? 24 hours straight. No, no I'm kidding. I, I, I totally just made that up. I'm just saying that because <laughs> like th there was one of the things where usually the voting was like a 24 hour thing. But th this year, last year was a weird one where it was like over a weekend till we announced the winner. And like you, you could vote all weekend. So like that someone went to work for this because yeah. they were behind. They were behind and they made a comeback. Yeah. Wow. Somebody was sitting at the computer for a very long time just <laughs> clicking the same button and refreshing. Wow. Can you do that? Sorry, Andrew Streeter. I'm sure he's listening to this like, I mean, my, I didn't. I swear I didn't. Or he's like, I did. Yeah. These yeah. guys didn't don't even know. <laughs> and yet he's going, wow, that gives me an idea. Dad, just do your dad joke of the week and let's get. Oh yeah, I forgot about my dad joke of the week. Ooh, this is a good one. No, it's not. Okay, you ready? Dad joke they're of the never, week. They're never good. Why was the broom late for school? Um, why was the broom late for school? Be they rushed, brushed? I don't know. No, no. Go ahead. It overswept. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean Anthony's yeah! just giving you the laugh. I feel like ah, yeah, 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 it was a good. It was good. a good laugh. <laughs> It was a well-earned laugh. It was a good, it was um, a good one. I, he overswept. <laughs> he overswept. Um, hey, Anthony, thanks for swinging by with your beautiful studio, your beautiful background. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It really like, elevates huh? our entire show, not just having you on, 10 Day Tony, but in that background, it's just, it, it's really awe-inspiring. I feel like I'm, it's like the Grand Canyon of, uh, of backgrounds. It really is. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, 10 Day Tony, thank you. That was that was great stuff. That was some good intel on uh, on fantasy football. Just, and I hope just, it works. Just nerding out is what we just did. <laughs> we did. That's what it, fantasy football is for nerds. I mean, right. if you're into fantasy football and you love talking about it, especially this time of year, you're one of us. But also people like you can fake it till they make it. Like you did prep for a super flex league and then you, you know, you know what I mean? So it's like, and you might end up making the playoffs. That's the beauty oh. of it. It rewards the nerds, but it also is a crapshoot. So it it's is. like, it's perfect for everyone. I love a crapshoot because it allows me to look better than I am. You know, I'm the reigning PFPI fantasy champion. Do you understand that? You understand what that means? And yet you still get mocked at our draft. I did. I picked. Uh, Pat, he took. He took in our Lobo in the Leo Lobos, the Greg's, the official Greg's Lobos, right. 
took the Steelers tight end, Fairmuth, who's like a respectable tight end, but he took him really high. I mean, he was really excited about it. And it was just like, yeah, you could have gotten him or five other tight ends three rounds later. I may have. I, I, I don't know what happened. But That's enough. We did enough fantasy before this. Let's, let's move on. Okay, but, but let me say, we're going to get next week, we're going to get more into what our fantasy team is, the Lobos, you know, but uh, come on now. I mean, we're it, actually going to this week get into the lobos yeah that's true if you can't tell by the audio of this me and my dad are in the same room right now usually we record this separately on zoom i am my our cheeks are six inches from each other right now we're sharing my microphone swinging it back and forth so it's so it's pretty awkward right now especially even when my dad yells swinging it right (laughs) you know what we have had a great show today but it's getting better because we want to talk a little serena later a little bit of NFL. Later, we're like 50 minutes in. Let's get right. going. Little, uh, you want to talk Serena now? or no. what? Okay. Because eventually we're going to get to a little Serena, a little NFL talk, Dolphin talk, college talk. But first, oh my gosh, how exciting is this? This is the season premiere of season two of Greg's Lobos Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. <laughs> Greg's Lobos Hard Knocks. They picked up a second season. Yeah. So this we is we were brought back. So this is Jack. Damn right. All right, let's check it out. Episode one of Hard Knocks, Greg's Lobos. Here we go. We're here in the boat. We do this every year during the off season of BFBI Fantasy. Uh, we're here in the low boat. Greg's low boat. We're alone. We go to the Everglades. Alligator season. I mean, we are, it's midnight right now, probably 1 a.m. I'm casting a line. It's going per clunk in the water, the still water. And hopefully there's none of those alligators nearby and that they're not mating. But I'm not even sure what I'm going to catch. Is it going to be a brim? Is it going to be a perch? Maybe a garfish? I mean, mudfish even. I mean, what the hell do you catch out here? But that's not the point. I'm alone with my thoughts, and this is where I really get down to who I am, to who the Lobos are and what they want to be. Maybe I would want to watch an alligator. Let me tell you something right now. Have the Lobos changed? Hell no. Lobos don't change. The Lobo way continues. The Lobo way that we feel should have worked for 14 years and finally did last season, that Lobo way has not changed. If you expect anything different from the Lobos, forget about it. The Lobos draft like kings. Draft kings. The Lobos will not be defeated. The Lobos just had a draft. We're going to reveal more about it next week. But let me tell you something. Back to back, Jack, you never know. And the Lobos, don't give up on the Lobos. Get on board. Because the Lobos, let me tell you something. The dynasty has begun. The Lobos dynasty has begun. Get on board. I am fired up. I'm standing up in this low boat right now. Let me tell you something. I got to... Whoa! Whoa! I have to admit, Greg's low boat is pretty good. That's a pretty clever name. <laughs> like, I do love a clever boat name and yeah. you naming your sad... I, I pictured it as a canoe. I don't know, like maybe just like a, 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 a ro- some sort of rowboat without a motor. Right. Um... Greg's low boat's pretty good, though. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I had a, a, a it took me a long, hard time to come up with that because I hard knocks time. Exactly. You know, you got to come up with a nautical name, you know, naughty this and all that. Sur- surprising and, you would put your name in the in the name Greg's of the low boat. boat. <laughs> it, it, it was a natural, huh. you know, it was the winning name of the contest we had. Serena. Made a good run, right? It was overall, it was cool. Like we, like I think, I guess when she won a couple matches, she teased us like, okay, maybe she beat the two yeah. seed, so she oh, can yeah. make it all the way here. And she kind of 
teased us and she just ran out of steam. Yeah. Did she get hurt by playing doubles the day before? I know. You know what? I've never been a doubles fan. And when I saw this schedule, I get that it was an emotional thing. She wanted to play with Venus one more time. That had to hurt her. She's almost 40. She'll be 41 in a couple of weeks. Playing a back-to-back. Playing back-to-back. Jack. Jack. I mean, come on. You give up the double. You got to give yourself to the singles. How do you think Russell Wilson feels? Like, Tiger's there for the match. She wins. And then she invites Russell Wilson to her box. And then he's, like, the one that she loses with. He can't feel too good. I mean, you know. He's traded to Denver. That's already a downturn. No, I mean, are you kidding me? Denver, you want to, we, maybe we can just shift right into NFL talk. Denver's okay. going to be sneaky good this year. Well, people Seat- think that. Yeah. And Seattle is going to poop the bed. I mean, wherever Russell goes, right. the, the shift of those two teams is way different now. Like That's true. You, you can't think of... Seattle might be the worst. I'm thinking about doing this thing in the NFL where I bet... I pick a bad team, I pick a good team. And I bet all season with the good team, bet all season against the bad team. I got. I feel like you come out ahead in right. that. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad idea. It's similar. Seattle might be that team. It's similar to what I picked when I invented a new fantasy team. You know, when I invented the low-score fantasy league, Yeah. what you're talking about is similar. You know, it's as difficult to predict losers as it is to predict winners. It really is. Uh, but you know what? Russell Wilson's going to make Denver better, no question. The AFC is so tough. And, and that's why I'm a big... You call me a homer. Levitard will call me a homer. I, I don't give a you shit. You for sure are a homer. Okay. This time, I am all in on the Dolphins. But I'm also saying Buffalo's better. And the AFC is stacked. So how can you be so sure about the Dolphins? Because I believe in them. I really do. I think they're good. I think they're good on both sides. They get a great defense, even though their cornerback's going to miss the first quarter of the season. I think they're really good. The offensive line, that's the question mark. You know what? They signed the best free agent in all of the NFL in Terran Armstead. Who doesn't protect his quarterback's blind side. It doesn't matter because they run RPOs. Two is going to be all over the place. Uh, this is the thing with uh, Mike McDaniel, the new coach. They have an offense that is, Christopher keeps having me lean t- toward the mic here. I know. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. You like lean your head back. He's like, he starts here and then he's like, but I'd really like to make know, my but, point back here. But here it is. Am I right, people? In normal conversation, your head's all over the place. You're you're gesturing with your hands. A, you're going I, back I, and I forth. news for you. This is not normal conversation. I know, but it wants to be. But I think the Dolphins are going to be really good. Call me a homer. I don't care. Dolphins are going to be really, really good. Uh, who do you think is going to be really, really good? Like, who's a team that's under the radar that you would put a dime on? Um, well, I'm a big Justin Herbert guy. Like, I know last year the bit with the Chargers and me. Um, I, I do think that that team is really good. Denver is a team that I think is really good. Um, I, I, I'm a little nervous. I have Patrick Mahomes in one of my fantasy leagues. With no real logic behind it. I know they've like retooled some of that offensive line. I just feel like the, the Chiefs are due for like, yeah. you know, they were really good when they had Mahomes for cheap. Right. They pay yeah. Mahomes. You start losing guys like Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey's a year older, yep. getting to that 29 30 range. I just wonder if we've seen the best of that Kansas City offense. Like, having said that, they might, you know, be amazing. Like, I do really feel like it's the Bills' time. To like, if we saw the Bills Chiefs again, like I would be probably thinking the Bills are gonna the Bills scare me, and that's you know the Dolphins are in that division, yeah. So that's why it's hard for me to feel super confident. We're definitely looking at a wild card, I think, at best. Um, but I don't disagree with you. I mean, the Dolphins could be much improved. A lot of people have that prediction, so it's almost the Dolphins are like that sexy team that a lot of people think are gonna be good. Right. So I'm. That makes me nervous. And just the fact that the Dolphins in my entire life have never I know. been what I want them to be. So I'm just nervous about all of it. But uh, I hope so. I'll say that. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if I hope so, but I believe so. I believe in this Dolphins team. I just think it's, it's their year. And honestly, I don't trust Buffalo. What's Buffalo ever done? I mean, I know that the it team, Buffalo's an it team this year. Josh Allen. I get all that. I get it. But... Until Buffalo does it, I'm not convinced. They beat the Dolphins, I believe, like eight times in a row. I hear that, but I am not convinced Buffalo is a better team than Miami. Ladies and gentlemen, Greg Cody's not convinced. I am not convinced. I could see Miami winning the AFC East. Thank you. Wow. Thank you very much. Why'd you thank me? I don't know. It's it's not like a declaration. (laughs) I wanted to thank somebody. You know why? 
when you say thank you, you anticipate the applause. Yeah. Okay, when I, I was anticipating applause, I said thank you. And I was expecting a that kind of thing. Hey, that kind of thing. Good episode. Right. Was it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think it was, actually. I think it was Buffalo. I mean... Uh, it was Buffalo. Well, let's, let's not go there. Ten Day Tony, thank you again for joining us. I say that because I can never remember how to pronounce his last name. Uh, and uh, and and the first you don't remember the hint that like the the trick to do it. Colada uh, Remember what do we drink? We drink a colada. Colada yud. Colada There you go. Okay, thank you. And um, and and episode one of Hard Knocks, Greg's Lobos. Yeah. I thought probably is going to win an Emmy. I would yeah. think. I mean, you know, it was really. They good. caught Greg at a vulnerable time in his season. I'm surprised he allowed that. I'm saying he. I'm surprised you allowed the yeah. cameras to catch that part because usually, I know you do that every year. Yeah. But last year you didn't want Hard Knocks to be a part no, of it because no. you were superstitious. Is it because you? Low. Is it because you won the title that you feel this confidence of like I know I can let the cameras in? You know, when you win the championship, it changes you. It really does. It, Not this it, Lobo. Well. <laughs> no, no. I mean, uh, that's the whole point, right? I mean, it does not change this Lobo, but that's what you got to the work against, right? Because it wants to change you. It wants to change you, but you can't let it. You can't let it. Uh, so we're wrapping it right now. Hey, people, podcast family, thank you. As always, we never take you for granted. Thank you all. And I mean you and you and you. Thank you all for joining us again. And uh, we love you. And we'll see you next week. How often do you rap it? Rap, rap, rap. Talking a rapper. <laughs> they go, it's, you always go, they call him the rapper. They call him the rapper. <laughs> I know you were, how often do you rap it? You were saying something dirty there. I didn't want to go there. I just did not want to go there. Rap, rap, rap. They, they call, call him the, the rapper. rapper. Brad. <laughs>